Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is Alex. Welcome to episode 91. Today we're talking about Jeff's post-trip USA versus Germany comparisons, <laughs> which is just a mouthful of a name. But uh, pretty much we, we're going to be doing a very similar episode from when I came back to the States, from the States, but now uh, from Jeff's point of view in uh, different parts we'll of the country. We'll be talking about all the differences I notice, because once you've been away from the States long enough, right. suddenly you start seeing all these weird things, differences that you're comparing back to Germany, because now exactly. Germany is your new normal, right? So let's find out let's, what is abnormal let's in the US. Let's just do it. And welcome back, everybody. It has been a... Uh, Age and a half. It's, yeah. been, it's been a it's been a while, guys. It's been a long while. Um, our uh, normal weekly listeners will notice that we've been away for a couple weeks. Yeah. And um, yes, it, it's because uh, I caught COVID while I was visiting the U.S., so uh, we had to take a little pause. Sure, we did have one little uh, little like hello episode in between our, our, our little <laughs> yeah. hiatus that kind of came out of nowhere <laughs> that we recorded before we left for our holidays. But uh, yeah, it has been a while since we've sat at this table. And talked into these microphones. It's been like over a month. Yeah, because I, I was my my trip to the U.S. turned into a month long trip because uh, right. I had to stay a little a little extra for quarantining and all that. Unfortunately, but anyways, we'll get more into that a little later on. We will. Uh, first, you know, let's do our usual our usual stuff. The usual stuff before we get to the stuff. Yeah, so uh, uh, first of all, welcome back, everybody. We're so yeah. happy you're here with us. We're happy to be here with you. Because yeah. hope you all had an amazing um, holiday time, New Year's. Hope you're all <laughs> healthy-ish. We're, we're pushing. This is gonna come out in February. <laughs> I know. Hope you had a great December. <laughs> uh, over that break, though, we passed 100,000 uh, downloads. We did, which is pretty cool. That's a lot. Pretty cool. Kind of just came out of nowhere, and I was like, "Really, 100,000 downloads? That's 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 a number. It's a number. It's that's good. something to be proud of. I think you it's know that's ten percent of a million. Yeah. So hey, thanks to everybody for continuing to come back and listen because, uh, I mean, the only reason we have a hundred thousand is because you guys came back way too often. True. And and our moms. And they, our moms. They probably listen a lot. Yeah. It's probably like half fifty thousand. Fifty thousand. Our moms. Our moms and dads. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In uh, other news, there are um, you know. There's a thing called Corona. It's happening. And unfortunately, uh, half of our news is always cor Corona related, but uh, it is. Uh, uh, there are new 2G rules in Berlin for bars, restaurants, and public life. So everything's 2G plus now. So if you're not vaccinated, you pretty much can't do anything except for go grocery shopping. But uh, yeah, so now bars, you need to be fully vaxxed, which means uh, three shots. So with the new 2G rules, if you are just vaccinated and don't have a booster, you are required to still get an and prove a negative test every right. time you want to go out. Um, and uh, same if you're recovered from Corona, you're required to test. The only people that don't need a test to go out to a bar or restaurant are people that vaccination have the vaccination plus the booster, which is now the new full vaccination. Right. The, th the three shots, which uh, this guy has over here. So it's pretty nice. Uh, and, and, you know, it's it's the rules are changing very quickly and, and all the time, especially like the quarantine rules. And absolutely. It's yeah. really hard to keep track, to be honest. No. Yeah. There's no point even going into to, there, there really isn't. To, to the, the, those kinds of rules because yeah, it's just changing all over. But what is certain is that this Omicron variant is spreading like a goddamn wildfire. So, um, yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, you know, we were, remember, 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 guys, when we used to talk about how like a, a weekly incident number of 200 was insane. Yeah. Uh, they now. Um, German, so for all of Germany, incidence rate is 940. Oh my gosh. And uh, for Berlin, which is the hottest spot in terms of Corona right now, the Berlin incident rate is 1,700. It's almost double. Double the German rate, which is what's unbelievable. What's five? What's beyond quadruple? Quadruple what? What, <laughs> what was the emergency number? Uh, yeah. Remember, because we're we're looking for under 50. Keep that in mind. We have 1,700 in Berlin. Every, so. Everything's different now. Yeah, we have to, at, at the kindergarten, we have to, we've shut down a few groups, you know, a few times a week now where the kids have to go into quarantine because someone is positive because we're doing tests twice a week. Oh yeah, our, uh, our friend Misha's group got shut down recently, didn't it? Yeah, like yeah. twice in the past two <laughs> weeks. So it's just, it's just, it's just crazy. And, uh, looking forward to summer when the numbers go down again and we have to, we don't have to worry, you know, as much. Yeah. Plus you can just do all your hangouts outside. So it's just a lot also less, true, yeah. less stressful. Um, and, and I'm also just tired of this winter. Every, every, like, it just started kind of, I, I know yeah. every, every time it comes around February, 
It's it's when I just get so so over this Berlin winter. Yeah, that, that, totally agree. Like February is that moment where you're just like, please, just go stop, away. Stop, just stop now. We're done. Um, and you know, one last COVID news. Uh, just so you guys know, um, it, the rule used to be that once you were fully vaxxed, you could get your booster after five months. They have changed the rule to three months. For obvious reasons, they're just trying to get everybody um, boosted. But as we've seen, uh, this Omicron doesn't care if you're boosted or vaccinated. No, it, it just kind of gets you anyways. But of course, the um, symptoms are a lot, lot more milder. So please still be vaccinated. Still, still get boosted. Yeah. Uh, but it's not really preventing you from getting it. Um, so that's the way it is. Um, exactly. And one last thing that I saw the other day, a little... Little tidbit that's not Corona related. That's nice. So um, on Deutsche Bahn trains, on German trains, you can no longer buy a ticket on the train. It used to be you could get on the train, and as long as you went and found the conductor, you could buy the, a ticket on the train. Right. Uh, but now they do not allow this anymore. You must buy your ticket before boarding, and then they give you like a grace period. I have to look it up, but it's like five or ten minute grace period once the train moves for you to buy it on your phone, and they will only. Like the only excuse that they'll use is, is, is if they're like literally in a dead zone where your phone can't connect and you can prove that it can't connect. So. And, and, and luckily, the, the Deutsche Bahn app is actually a pretty good app. I used it last weekend. Easy to use, yeah. Yeah, very easy to use. They even now have comfort check-in. So you can like, once once you sit down in your seat and the train starts moving, you can check in so they, they won't come around and check your ticket. There's like, oh, this guy's sitting over here. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, because usually the conductor guy comes by and oh, yeah. Right. I think it's maybe if only reserved the seat, which makes sense, which I did when I went uh, last weekend. But yeah, cool. it, was, it was pretty nice. One guy came around one more time and he still checked it and he's like, oh, and then he saw that I did it. So I think it's a new thing. They're still getting used to. Sure. But uh, pretty cool. Pretty autonomous. And you don't have to worry about, you know, especially if you're not uh, a German speaker, you don't have to worry about like talking to somebody on the yeah. train, just check in and kind of let it be. Nice. Yeah. Well, you know, this all this technology and automation, it's very new to, to Germans. So they, you know, it takes some time That's to, true. to, it's, get, it's, to it's, get used to. Surprised even have an These app, newfangled computers and what, what you have, what you have used and stuff, you know, so. Um, but anyways, that's that's the news. How you been, buddy? I haven't seen you in uh, like a month. So yeah. I yeah, don't even know what happened on your Christmas break or your New Year's and all that. Yeah, you know, New Year's, uh, Christmas was, was nice. For Christmas, I went to uh, my girlfriend's parents' house for a few days and uh, just the t- typical Christmas stuff was very, very lovely and nice and relaxed and uh, ate some really good food, of course. Mm. And then I uh, kind of relaxed for a bit the rest of my break. New Year's, a buddy came over, celebrated by ourselves, uh, went to my rooftop terrace to watch all the fireworks in Berlin, which was yeah, he, he, quite he, a view. He sent us a, a video, like he has a 360 view of Berlin and it was just endless fireworks. Yeah, it was it, awesome. it, it, that was really, really, really cool. Uh, and I just kind of relaxed the rest of my uh, my time off from work. And then, yeah, the past few weeks, I've been back at work and uh, went to Bremen last weekend to see a, see a buddy of mine and see my goddaughter. Nice, yeah. Yeah, I got to meet her for the first time. She's beautiful and lovely. Um, You're a godfather. I'm a godfather, man. Yeah. <laughs> As he throws like the worst Brando impression I've ever. Friend. never seen the movie. But uh, <laughs> I know. But uh, yeah, it was, it was really nice. It was a really nice weekend. And uh, got, I got lots of things planned for February as well. Very, busy, very busy guy. You are a busy guy. Uh, I, I mean, welcome back. How are you, how, how, how you doing? I'm here. As some of you probably know, we, we posted our Instagram. We explained that we had had a corona situation and we kind of assumed you'd all know what that meant. Yeah. So yeah, I was... You did freak my mom out though. Oh. You didn't say who? So my mom's like, oh, you're oh, all right? Oh, sorry. I had some friends like, hey, are you okay? Oh, sorry, Mrs. Bloom. So about five days before my long trip uh, in the U.S. And again, I hadn't been there in two years. I hadn't seen my family in two years. So I'm right. there with my girlfriend. Uh, the trip was supposed to be about two and a half weeks long. And then about like five days before the end of my trip, find out I have corona. So then I had to quarantine in my dad's living room for um, for the next, what was it, 10, 12 days, wherever the hell oh, it was. God, that's awful. Um, got s- stuck there because um, my it was, it was very odd because my, my dad got corona we have no idea how he got it because, I mean, the pre- the week previous, the only people he'd been hanging out with is me and my girlfriend and, you know, my stepmom. And he wasn't going out into any groups. And when he was outside, even outside walking down the street, he was wearing a mask. Like, you know. Oh, so he was like super duper safe. Um, yeah. So we really don't know how he got. I mean, all we know is that like a few days before he had just taken a flight from um, from Montana to to California. Yeah. So all we can think is on the plane, even though everyone was wearing masks, he somehow got it, you know, from, I mean, yeah, on a plane, it makes sense. You're in a tiny little box of people. Yeah. So he got it. And then, you know, um, 
me me and him had taken a little road trip and we're pretty sure that's when i got it because i was stuck in a car with with well, not stuck in a car but you know what I, mean? <laughs> I was in a car with him um and i got it and then you know we're all in the same um you know apartment my dad's apartment and so you know it was just a, uh, eventually my stepmom no matter how careful you are my stepmom's gonna get it so she gets it and then eventually um all three of us had it and we're quarantining together you know oh, just God stuck in the house uh watching tv it, it was it was fine like you know um, it, but, it just sucks when you're looking forward to like right, i'm about to go home now ready to go back to berlin and then um yeah you can yeah and, and like i told you uh, a little while ago like the, the first week was was the worst because that was when we, we just knew my dad had it right so he was kind of stuck in in the little guest room which was my room but now <laughs> but now i'm in the living room on the couch and then my stepmom like cause we're, we're pretty sure at the t- at that time we we're pretty sure i didn't have it but we weren't sh- hundred percent. So we're kind of trying to keep our distance. So she's, you know, spending, you know, a lot of time in the bedroom. I'm trying to spend time in the living room. So it's like sure. three, three people in one house, but not able to interact with each other. You know what I mean? And just kind of watching TV separately. And then kind of oddly enough, once we found out we all have the Corona, uh, even my dad said, he's like, okay, it's kind of weird. Like, like I'm not happy. You're, um, um, positive yeah my, my wife my wife's positive or you're positive but it's actually made it just a better situation because then we could all just hang out together again be in the same room again right eat dinner, eat <laughs> dinner together and stuff so <laughs> fair um, enough so that last week was better but yeah it was it was tough because um you know we all wanted to to do stuff of course and to like you know cla and hang out in california but stuck inside for real oh, it, sorry, it is man. what it is but yeah i'm finally and, back and you're healthy they're healthy exactly that really matters yeah. The day. yeah we've all recovered um you know negative now all good so um ready to get back into the groove and to you know do what we do best which is drink alcohol yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what we do best that's true yes whiskey i'm excited <laughs> So uh, this is a whiskey that your dad gave you? No, so uh, definitely big shout outs to my uh, brother-in-law, Kevin. He, uh, I, I was grabbing this whiskey when I was visiting Portland because I, w- I wanted to get a whiskey that like we could not buy fr- from Germany, right? Yeah. And so I went to a, a shop. This is what the shop, the shop keep recommended. Um, and I was, as I was about to buy it, Kevin was like, no, 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 man, on me donation to the to the podcast so very nice thank you kevin so um we'll find out find out what's happening uh in this bottle yeah so this is a uh, straight bourbon whiskey uh called bull run it's a bull run distillery distilling it's batch number 47 bottle number 408 oh 45 percent alcohol distilled in portland oregon now can it be a bourbon if it's made in portland i mean the label says straight bourbon whiskey Okay, good enough for me. Or does the back say anything? No, the back says it's important. I, I just thought bourbon had to be made in Kentucky. I mean, kind of like yeah, champagne. I, yeah, that makes sense, but I, I don't I don't know, actually. All right, so let's pop this guy open. Ooh, ooh. It's been so long, I, I forget what we uh, yeah, what, what we do here. Yeah, guys, we're getting back in the groove. It's been, it's been, it's been a month. Give, give us a break. Ooh, actually, ooh, kind of a perfect pour to write him out. Ooh, look at that. Not too little, See, not too much. Space it out a little bit, then I get better at my pours yeah. again. Yeah. I spilled some on my jeans. Just now? Yep. Ooh. That'll soak in and give you a nice musk. Or just make you sound smell like an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the one like you want. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, smells mm. like a burn. Yeah. That's really nice. That's quite lovely, actually. It is really nice, yeah. Yeah. And I'm not, I've never really been a huge bourbon guy, but that's me neither at all. That's but actually quite good. Wow. Cool. The, the bull run. Bull, bull, bull run. Hey this guys, time. this bull run is a home run. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Bully. Uh, uh, okay. Anyways, before we uh, get into your Americanness when you visit, everyone, all you people listening right now, you lovely, lovely humans, please, you know, give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts if you so if, are inclined. If you think we earned it, but you know, if, you if, if not, that's also fine. If you don't want to, it's you know, it's cool too. I mean, you, won't, you won't be my cool side of my uh, notebook. You won't, you, won't, <laughs> you won't friend you on Facebook, but oh, I won't. I won't <laughs> I'll, I'll take you out of my top eight on MySpace. That's for sure. Do that if you'd like to, and also you know, check out our website agdwpodcast.com. Many say. It's the best website in the world. I'm pretty sure when Jeff was there in the States, someone's like, 
Hey, ever heard of this website? AGWpodcast.com? Yeah. Read it in an article somewhere once. Uh, I can't find the link, but it, it was there. It was there. I definitely saw it too. Uh, but yeah, we got a lot of cool extras. <laughs> we got all of our whiskey photos on there, which we put time into. Um, and uh, we got the whiskey reviews. We got, of course, the podcast. True, um, that's on there. And uh, you can also contact us via our, via our contact us page. True. Or you can check out our uh, Instagram, which is at americans.in.germany.podcast. And you can uh, check out some stuff on there too. Yeah, and, and, and as always, I don't think we haven't said this in a while. If you have any ideas for podcast episodes or things you think we should talk about that we have not covered, please just let us know because yeah. we are open to everything. Just write our episodes for us; it'd be please. a lot easier. Yeah, it's so much easier when you guys just fill the content. Yeah, and we, yeah, we're just uh, we're just flesh vessels to get the content. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> Meat puppets. <laughs> just, say, just say whatever you've written just for us. saying the words of other people. We're like actors. Actors do, right? We mean actors. Sorry, actor. Actor. Mm. But anyways, let's get into the, the nitty gritty of what yes. this episode is. And again, um, as I mentioned, I was in the U.S. for the first time in two years this uh, Christmas slash early January for... But turned out to be, I almost said a few weeks, but it turned out to be a month. <laughs> a month. Um, and it had been a while. And so and I, I noticed a lot of nice comparisons between Germany and the USA. And as I learned from Alex, I wrote those comparisons down and yeah. I, on my phone because he was smart. And last time he was in uh, the East Coast, you came back and you're like, dude, I wrote them all down. What I noticed. Yeah. There are so many things that happen. You don't really realize it, but if you write them down you, and you have a whole list. You're like, wow, there's a lot of different yeah. things that are just so different that I forgot were different or that are just newly different than last time I was at home, you know? Yeah, and it's smart, though, because if you waited till you got back, you wouldn't remember even a third of them. So no, that's, that's absolutely true. Um, Memory shot. So a good place to start, this isn't really a comparison. This is just an annoyance because we're all fighting this goddamn pandemic, right? Right. And in order to travel to the U.S., they're, they're very strict. They say, A, you have to be vaccinated, show proof of your vaccination, and get a negative test no more, no older than twenty or 48 hours, right? In order to fly to the U.S., me and my girlfriend fly. At no point in the entire trip does anybody check our test or our vaccination. Super so annoying. What is the point of all that work? First of all, and second of all, for all the U.S. knows, that's a whole three hundred people plane load of people who are unvaccinated and positive with Corona. You know, so it's well, like if, if, if I'm sure if you're flying into some states, they're pretty like excited about that. <laughs> yeah. Florida governor is like, yeah, <laughs> bring it in, bring it in. Uh, anyway, so that, that's just more of an annoyance. So let's move on to uh, just kind of the weird things I noticed. Now, uh, my trip kind of started off in uh, Montana, which um, the entire time I was there, me and my girlfriend were probably the only people wearing a mask. In Montana? Yeah. Oh, I mean, wow. indoors or anywhere. Like they, they <clears throat> for them, apparently the pen, this isn't happening. It's over. Uh, it's it's yeah. fucking over it. <laughs> so so the, the first weird thing in Montana was that people look at you weird when you're wearing a mask because that's, it's so rare. That's a whole other thing. But but, <laughs> but, but, but one of the first things, I think it was like the first day we were there, we went to, uh, it might've been a CVS or, you know, your usual kind of like- uh, Drugstore. Drugstore, whatever. Getting some drugs. Yeah. And, I, you know, just buying some whatever. See, the thing is, when if you live in Germany, you get so used to that, like when you're at the cashier, he's going to ask you card or cash. And you get just so used to, before he even speaks, you just say, mit Kata or mit or, Yeah, you usually ask because the, the default is is cash. So if I want to pay my card, I'm always like, oh, like, that was mit Kata zahlen. Because then he has <clears throat> to click something and it activates the, the, card, the, the card reader, right? Right. So it's just that that that's become or, or they take the card reader out from like behind the desk, <laughs> like you know wherever it's hidden, back in its uh, hidey hole. Oh, true, true, yeah. Search through the, all the papers and find the card thing. Exactly, yeah. So, anyways, I'm just used to that living in Germany, right? And, of course. And so, and this is my first cashier experience in the U.S. in a couple of years, and so she's rang me up. She's like, "Okay, ten bucks," and then I'd say, "Can I pay with card?" Just because I'm used to just notifying the people. And it's friendly enough. Right. You know, you're being a friendly guy. And she looks at me and she goes, I don't care what you pay with. <laughs> like, like really pissy, just like angry at me. That's that's like the Berlin attitude, too. That's not really a, a typical American attitude. Yeah, like just looked at me like I was crazy and like, I don't care what you pay with. And I was like, oh, okay. And I got, <laughs> my girlfriend noticed, I got really peeved. I was like, what was that? Like, yeah, okay, that's not, a, maybe it's not a normal question. But you could say it nicer. What you'd be like, yes, of course, sir. You can use card. And anyways, like the next day, I don't care what you pay with. The next day, Let's we the fuck out we, of my we, shop. We went somewhere else, and I got the. Oh yeah, we went to a supermarket. You know, bought some food, 
and okay, I learned, okay, don't ask, just, just use the card. They don't care. <laughs> but then we get to the end and you know, I'm, I'm so used to like in Germany and Berlin, you know, I immediately put all my grocery stuff into my backpack or the bags I've brought. Like I'm not, I'm, I'm not like, like in the U S using like 60 plastic bags that they're giving True. you, you know, like yeah. you, 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 you bag your own stuff. And so we have all this stuff and yeah, me and my girlfriend, you know, we're live in Germany. So we're like used to just, just, just carrying it all, just carrying it all. <laughs> and cause we didn't want to use all the bags and waste all these bags. But I mean, like, they, you know, they, they, they do have shopping carts or baskets. No, I know, but it's, I, it's just instinct. I'm just used to like putting just it. carrying shit. Yeah, but, I, I know exactly what like, you mean. I, I, like, like immediately I wanted to put it in a backpack, but I didn't have my normal backpack because I'm in the States, right? And then, and so we, I see this, 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 uh, this pile of bags and I was like, okay, we might need one or two bag bags. So I, but I'm like, are these free or I don't know. So I, so I, so I asked her again, simple question. Uh, do you mind if we use these, if I, if I, we, are these bags free? Do you mind if I use one? Same response. I don't care what you do, sir. Like really, really just <laughs> angry. And it really annoyed me again. I'm like, this is not have, just, just pl- politeness out the window or something. Like, which is like, which is, which is such a shame for Marlies when she's there with you, because you know, especially you know, like Europeans and also me as American. And I still have that stereotype of Americans being super friendly, especially in jobs like that. So that's not a good welcome to the USA right there. That's more of a, you're still in Berlin right there. Yeah, but again, just so everyone knows, when you go to the U.S., they don't care how you pay or what you do, so just just do it. Apparently, they're very upset when you ask about that. <laughs> Take so. them bags. Yeah, exactly. But it is true at the German grocery stores. You kind of really push your limits to see how how many groceries you can carry in two arms and bring them over to the cash register. It's amazing something. You surprise yourself. Yeah, and, and you just get used to living in Germany. Like You're, you're never really buying that much, right? Because you... Cause you you shop more often and you just, you, you, you buy as much as you can fit in your backpack. Or, right. so, so like you're just used to, and this was the first time I had done like a big American size shop, but right. I, but I still, my instinct was just to put it all into my hands <laughs> and just walk out the door with it. And my, of course my dad and everyone's looking at me like I'm crazy. So like, yeah, you could just take the cart to the car. Well, I'm not used to having a car there to, to load all, it into. Also true. Yeah. I mean, you have a whole like giant backpack in the parking lot you can put all your shit in. Exactly. So it was weird. And, and it's been speaking actually of ha- having a car, um, one thing I I didn't know now we've talked about this before. I, I don't miss owning a car. I'm glad to not to not need a car, sure. etc. But but there there was um obviously a few times where we had to drive obviously that we had to drive around and then also from Montana to Portland, uh, me and my girlfriend did a road trip using my dad's truck. And what I did find was like it is still like the the good old fashioned like American road trip like driving around is 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 quite nice. I there, there, I, I think there's I, still I do that, miss that, it. Yeah. that that magic to it of the classic American road trip, right? Yeah, you still have that uh, that nostalgia even if you've never done one before. There's like just still that that's very American is that road trip. Yeah, and just stopping at like <clears throat> you know at a Denny's on the side of the highway. And, right, you know, the, the world's biggest ball of yarn. Yeah, exactly. All this weird, like, uh, roadside stuff on the side of the highway. And also just, like, you know, because wherever I was, I needed a car to get to borrow my dad's car or my mom's car or whatever. And there was just something about that, like, I don't know, made you feel 16 again in a good way where you're, like, hopping in the car, going to, like, you know, the McDonald's drive-thru. You got your arm out the window, you know, like, went in your face, like... I just mean, I, of, I, I totally get it. I, the, I, I felt the, the, a similar way. Like, yeah. I didn't always like driving, like I said, especially when I was going, you know, to Boston and back a few times or when I was a little hungover. Yeah. But generally, like, a few times I just went on, like, a joyride, which is not good for the environment, I understand. But I was like, I'm just going to go, you know. You just drive around. Let's go drive music. around yeah. to my old stomping grounds yeah. and just kind of remember where I used to live. And it just, there, there is, there. I still get the that idea of the freedom with a car. It, it's, it's still there. Of course it is. But it's still not something I want in my life anymore because no, it's just too much. It's the same. I, 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 yeah. I don't want to deal with parking. I don't deal with insurance. I don't want to deal with uh, maintenance, repairs, gas, but, everything. But when you experience it just like once a year or whatever. Yeah, it's a nice treat. There's this moment where you're like, okay, I can get why why some Americans would would not understand not wanting to have a car because there is something just like alluring about you get in the car and you just go wherever you want to go. And, and of course, there's, everything is drive through there. So it's like just grabbing stuff is super easy. Um, yeah, it's just, there's something, there's a, there's a positive side to it. I think, of course I think that's is. what I'm trying to bring out is that it's like not all negative. I still don't want a car, but, yeah. um, but I, I just, there was these moments where, you know, I'm like, yeah, this is nice. Just Put on some music really loud, singing to yourself. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Driving down the road. I can't, I can't really sing to myself on the, uh, you know, on the U-Bahn. People don't, don't like that. No, no. Germans hate that. They actually. hate that. I hate that. Yeah. 
Yeah, we all heard that. We want silence. Silence on the bond. We just want to think. Yeah. Um, speaking of driving, that's what the S bond stands for, actually. The silent bond. <laughs> sure. Uh, this was my first time doing uh, snow driving, actually. I'd never. Really? Never done uh, snow? Well, I mean, I had, but it was like my dad was driving, or like I'd yeah. driven through snow, but it was my first time. It's, it's, uh, it's definitely an experience, huh? Yeah, it was um, stressful because I, yeah, I was driving through some mountains in Montana where it was like heavy snow, and you had to, even on the highway, get down to like 30 miles per hour. Luckily, I was in a truck with four wheel drive and kind of snow tires and all that stuff, but still, it's like <clears throat> the slight misstep, you got your the whole back end sliding out from, you know, like it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's dangerous. So, um, it's, so uh, it was interesting. I, yeah. I learned how to drive in the snow Ooh, yeah. because my birthday is in December. Oh, yeah. So when I got my license, oh, it nice. was snowy. My dad was always teaching me when I was like 15, you know, what to do, how to brake early, how to check the brakes. I was always yeah. to make sure that you're actually okay. Uh, so I, I always forget that. Like, I always forget generally that people live in places without snow. Yeah. Like I, I remember in college, I met this girl from, from LA and she came to Massachusetts for college. Oh, man. And it snowed. And it was yeah. the first time seeing snow. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. People live in places. And I was like, probably the majority of the world lives in places without snow. Or a lot of people in places. Yeah, so some people still like a magical... Even, even for me, like, I, I, I love snow. So, uh, Snow's the best. Good thing we live in a place with very minimal snow, but only cold darkness. <laughs> best. Love it. Berlin's it's great. The best <laughs> combination of... So sick of it. <sighs> if you couldn't tell. Um, well, what else? Oh, oh yeah, and, and so something uh, that goes with the road trip. Yeah. Um, one thing that's easy to forget is that the USA is freaking beautiful. Like, like I, we, we took a road trip from, it was at Montana to Oregon, right? So it's like Montana, Idaho, Washington, Oregon. How picturesque is that? And oh my God, you went through some, through some of the most beautiful areas you'd ever see. And, and you forget like how massive the US is and how it has every, you know, it has, you have, you have deserts, you've got... Uh, mountains, you've got the forests, you've got uh, marshes, you've got open plains, like just, just, just everything. Got everything. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Montana some like the nicest mountain ranges in the United States? Uh, well, this is my first time going to Montana, so I couldn't. Oh, okay. I, so it, Colorado, it was, it was Montana. Pretty, yeah, Colorado definitely is really um, pretty. Yeah. yeah, Utah, I think, has really nice mountains too. Yeah, I mean, it, it was gorgeous in Montana. Um, yeah, so it was just. It was just uh, like we were basically road tripping it just cause it was going to be much cheaper than flying, you know? Sure. Um, but I, I'm so glad we did because we really, even though it was a 10 hour drive, whatever, bad. whatever it was, it was still, it was just the scenery. It was just, and of course everything half the time was covered in snow oh, beautiful. and uh, it was just, yeah, it was absolutely gorgeous. I'll, I'll put some pictures on the, on our extras uh, page on our website, which is nice. AGDWpodcast.com. Nice. Uh, I don't know if you know this because you weren't here, but we actually had no. a white Christmas here in Germany. Ooh. Yeah, Berlin was white, where I was, um, you know, two hours away, two and a half hours away. Also uh, woke also up snowing? and it was like beautiful oh, everywhere. Nice. So I was in a small little village, so it was really nice. Oh, we actually, that's lovely. It was like the first white Christmas in, in, since I've lived here, I think, in eight years. It's never happened. I mean, it, it snows during winter <laughs> in Berlin, but it, here it, and there, it never yeah. happens on uh, in it just in late December. It just, yeah, it was like minus 10 Celsius and snowy. Nice. I just, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I was in Montana at my dad's um, new house, which is kind of the middle of the forest and waking up on Christmas and just looking through every window and you just see no civilization, just snow and trees and Beautiful. just woods. It was, oh, it was awesome. Did you see yeah. any like uh, bobcats or anything? Uh, yeah, there's tons of animals. Like I, literally it's like every 10 minutes, I Family of deer walks by the front door. Or, <laughs> yeah, and my, my dad sees um, bears quite often. But winter, they're hibernating, so we didn't see any bears. But my dad's, That's good. My dad's seen a few bears. But Bears are terrifying. They yeah. will kill you. Oh, yeah. There's nothing you can do. They can... Uh, well... That's yeah. it. You're done. Don't forget, you're you're in their home. Like, they're not bothering you. Like, you came to their house. Hey, basically. we're top of the food chain, baby. <laughs> 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 but anyways, yeah, yeah, just... Um, it's just... Uh, a good reminder that the, the U.S. is just really has some beautiful scenery. I mean, it's yeah, insane. Absolutely. Ooh, for a second there, I had a nice transition to each, but now we're just going off. We're just going off the rails here. Right. Just a bunch of random stuff. We're really good at that. This is washing machines. What what, what I noticed <laughs> is so in Germany, they're huge. Well, first of all, yeah, <laughs> they're just like you. You they you do need and you do have a separate room for them. And right, that, true. Yeah, that's everyone why, has a separate room. That's why when Americans come uh, and move to Germany, they're always freaked out when they see a washing machine in the bathroom or wherever. Kitchen. Because they're so used to just there's the washing machine room, which is a huge closet with just washing machines. How luxurious know? is that when you really think about it? Yeah. It's like we had to build a separate room just for is, our yeah. dirty clothes. 
Just yeah, just literally for all your washing needs. Let's just keep that That's, separate. It's, it's pretty wild to think about. It's it. pretty cool, actually. It yeah. is cool. It's wild. But the specific thing about washing machines I noticed, which I hadn't really noticed before, this difference is in Germany, uh, they the the temperatures are always by specific temperatures. So, so like like you go you you wash it your clothes at 20 degrees or 30 degrees or 40 degrees, 60 degrees, 60 degrees, you know, of course Celsius. So it's, it's all these specific temperatures and I've gotten so used to those. True. Yeah. But when you go to the States, it's warm, 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 cold, hot, very hot. Like, like they don't actually use temperatures. Like oh, interesting. all the machines I saw they're they're always, they're always just labeled as hot, cold, ne- warm. I never thought about that. And, and also in Germany too, they also have like the different temperatures, kind of what they're for. Like, like forty degrees buntwash, so it's like that's good for uh, like ice. Oh, ours does, I'm oh, yeah. the two, oh, yeah. which is good for color clothing. Or sure. you'd be like really hot. We'll say like something else, so it kind of says what the temperature and kind of what it's for. Yeah, it'll say like baby clothing, like uh, like, like twenty degrees, like, like children's children's clothes. No, I think children's clothes are oh, like hotter, sixty to, 60 to yeah. get rid of all the um, bacteria. bacteria and stuff. Uh, but but I ran into a thing mm. just because I was washing stuff at my mom's house, and I and I knew this clo- like the specific shirts I had could handle forty. And then I went to the wash. It's just everything's labeled like warm, 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 hot, hot. And then I was asking my mom, "What's well, 40? <laughs> no, I was, just, I was asking my mom, like, okay, well, this hot. What is that in Fahrenheit? And she's like, I don't know. It's just hot. I just like because because <laughs> what what hot in Fahrenheit? I don't know, eighty five. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I, I just I thought like I don't know the manual for the thing would say, okay, hot is this this exact temperature and this, but it's not. It's just a general hot. Honestly, never thought about that. It makes yeah. I mean, yeah, it makes sense to have the temperature and what it's for on. I mean, it's why not? You're doing your clothes. You don't want to ruin them. But like, what the hell does hot cold mean? <laughs> you know? Yeah, and that's what I ask her. I'm like, is cold actually cold? Is that, is that like from the tap, or is because sometimes cold it's relatively cold? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sometimes it's just relatively cold. So, anyways, coming from Germany, I was just so confused. I was like, but, okay, my clothes can handle this exact temperature. Which one of these settings is that? And of course, my mom had no idea because why? Why would you? Because it's, it's just literally labeled hot, cold, and warm. Did whatever. you ruin your shirts, or are they okay? Um, I had two shirts that I shrunk back <laughs> but, uh, but that was at my dad's house. But, uh, but the, the other, everything else, I just kind of, I just went a little bit like colder than I thought just to be safe. You yeah. Know? So, makes sense. So that worked. So out. instead of going hot, hot, you went hot, cold. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Which, and I'm not joking. Like literally it said, we'll say warm, warm, cold, cold. So there's a cold, there's a cold, cold. So I guess in cold, cold is the actual cold. But what's warm, warm? You can't have like warm means like middle. Like it's not hot, it's not cold, it's warm. You can't have warm, know. warm. And basically, basically, it should just be a list of okay, like one to six. One is cold, six is hot. Everything else is just like a degree in between. Like yeah, like a uh, like a like a stove. Yeah, like exactly. One, nine. Yeah, nine is hot. One's not. And then you just tell the person, this is cold. This is not. And then you could figure out what's the okay. <laughs> three is the middle. You know, that's yeah. warm. You know, I, I don't know. It's just. Uh, we should make some washing machines, Jeff. We should. The AGDW branded washing machine. People at Samsung should contact us. They should. Figure this for them out. And uh, we're going to move on next to bathrooms, specifically the fact that there are free ones everywhere for public use, which you do not have in Germany. Here, True. you got to pay for every time you want to pee or poop. Yes. Except for some of the new ones for men in the uh, parks recently. The little pissoirs for free. Oh yeah, like the, there's the the pay, the pay room machine you go into, but on the back they've got some free, yeah. some free. But besides uh, that, yeah, urinals. You got to uh, you got to pay here. Yeah, that's nice in the states. They're they're. I mean, it should be free everywhere and, and all around the world. You can't help if you have to pee. It's a human condition that we're all stuck with. So uh, yeah, but and, and the thing is, like even in even in McDonald's or Burger King here. You go. There's still the bathroom matron who makes you pay the fifty cents. You know, and, yeah. And the U.S. It doesn't. Just every. Just if, if anywhere you are, if you need to pee, you just look for the nearest fast food or the nearest restaurant. Like you just walk in and you just use the bathroom and nobody cares and it's free. And that's kind of the way it should be because sometimes there's a stress in Germany where it's like you really need to go and there's just like twenty minutes of running around, going down this block, going down yeah. the street, just trying to pee. And then, you know, sometimes eventually you just pee in a bush and you don't want to, but it's like, but you just have to. Got us, especially in the States, because uh, that's really dangerous to pee in a bush in the States. Because um, you can be, you know, the you, the charges are much higher than in Germany. It's like, oh, a, tw- oh. it's like a 27-year-old fine here in the States, like you're a sexual predator now. <laughs> uh, it's, it's very different. Well, I didn't know there was a child in the bush. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Also, there is definitely a... Uh, a um, there's definitely... <laughs> A uh, correlation between the free bathrooms and the paid one, 
because the paid ones are definitely like the German bathrooms are much public bathrooms, much more clean. I mean, that, that in is the true. States, they're free, but they're also way dumpier. But they're still free. At least I can pee for free. That's all I might care about. Yeah, and honestly, like they're dumpier. But I'm, I'm in there for thirty seconds. I don't really care. As you know, as as long as my shoes aren't getting covered in urine, then I'm I'm <laughs> I'm happy. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I don't really need that much. It's just a quick little uh, and then get out. You know, quick little yeah, yeah, exactly. Nice. Well, now you're sounding sexual with this whistling there. But I don't know. I don't know what you're doing in the bathroom. <laughs> and next, we'll go through the next few kind of in a lightning round. You know, a lot, a lot of like small little differences that really have no connection whatsoever. I, I wish you were like a game show where it's like, it's time for the <laughs> lightning round. round. You have 30 seconds. No. So first, I'm going to start with the, ooh, what would you call it? Uh, the, the crossing lights that are for pedestrians. Um, that's just crosswalks. Yeah, crosswalk. Yeah. Sig- signals, I guess. You crosswalk signal people. Yeah. yeah. Now... What you don't have in Germany, which I like in the U.S., is that they always give a countdown, which I like. You know, like you'll get the symbol of the guy walking, and then it'll say like 25, 24, 23. In the States. In the States, yeah. And 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 every state I was in, I forgot, at least in California, Oregon, and everywhere else I was, you get get a countdown, which is nice because you know exactly how much. And it's really good for people who are are blind as well. They know, because here we have the clicks. Wait. You just said the oh okay okay but yeah but the countdown oh, wait, would not be good if you're blind because you wouldn't be able to read it but oh it doesn't actually say it yeah no 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 it's just, just that, that makes more sense no, actually no like like where the <laughs> where the Ampelmann the German would would be right just, oh yeah okay it, oh yeah I've seen that yeah it counts down that. to numbers yeah which I've never seen in uh, Germany and, and I've seen it in Europe before but not in Germany no no and what I like is in the U S when you get to towards the end you get like a warning, you know, that the hand starts flashing, gets, like letting you know, okay, hey, you've got like five seconds. You should, you should. It's like a yellow light. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yellow light. Like, oh, you should speed things up. Or if you're just about to enter, don't enter because you are not have enough time. Whereas in Germany, in the middle of the crosswalk, suddenly it just goes red. It just says, don't walk. Yeah. It, which is there kind of telling you, okay, you have another like five seconds. Yeah, but but if, you, if you're, I, I see this happen all the time with tourists and people who visit me. They freak out because they think it could suddenly just goes from green to don't walk. And then they're like, oh, God, and they're just like sprinting across thinking the cars are going to be flying out of nowhere. But it, it, it means you have more, a little bit more time. But, yeah, yeah, for sure. But if you're new to it, you, you wouldn't know that. Right. So the, the states can like really spell it out for you where Germany is like, you know, at your own risk. Right. It's like you figured this out. Um, one thing, oh, abs- almost in the U.S., you have the opposite problem of Germany, which sometimes <clears throat> it's hard to find places that will take cash. Like what I loved is everywhere, oh, really? everywhere I went, took cards. I mean, everywhere took cards, um, which is which is so nice. And in in Portland, they had a, they have a lot of these kind of like food trucks, food stalls. Oh, yeah, kind that, of, that's pretty big there, huh? And even those places, every single one had this big touchscreen screen that you just slap your card against and some places didn't even take cash um everything is, is legal to not take cash i don't know uh my, my girlfriend when she was at um lax said she she went to like one of the restaurants in the airport and and, and she only had cash i'd give her some cash just to something to buy some food and the people said oh we only take card really yeah oh i don't think that's legal i don't think you can reject legal u.s tender i don't know i don't know i'm not a lawyer but I, if i had to choose one situation I prefer the card because I almost always have a card, but I don't always have a cash. Fair, fair. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so I, I did love that you could just, it was just everywhere. It's just card and it just makes things so much easier. Yeah, for sure. Wish Germany was like that. It's getting there. It's getting there. It's, it's, it's definitely getting better for sure. But one thing I didn't like, which I mostly experienced in Oregon, is that people asking you to tip for non-tippable stuff. So. Okay. So example, like you go to a food cart, food cart, you order the, the two tacos, right? And the way it always is, is you go to pay the first screen. It's like they, they, they have a screen that the first screen that comes up is it just says tip amount. And it starts with 20%, 25%, 30%. 30%. Or, yeah. Yeah. That's a few times up to 30%. But it always starts really high. And then below is this tiny button of no tip, which you're guilted into not pressing because if you press it, the guy standing there knows that you've t- But the thing is like, it's fast food basically. Like, what am I tipping for? Like, there's no service involved. Like, and even the Starbucks there, the first screen that comes up, tip amount, 20% for, and it's, I, you, I just bought a coffee. You're just handing me a coffee. What am but I tipping for? That's kind of wild to me because the tipping starts at 20. You said 20, 25, 30. Yeah, about 80% of the places, it started at 20. I remember like, like I've seen that, but it was like, you know, 10, 15, oh, no. 20, or maybe 15, 20, I never 25. saw a 10. And then like, thir- I'm so- 30 is kind of wild when you think about no, it. That, that's one, that's one third yeah. of your 
But you just, that the product you bought. It's insane. Yeah. And I took my girlfriend to her first proper bagel place. Oh, just lovely. bought Just bought like two bagels. Same. First screen that comes up, tip, 20%, 25%, whatever. And it's like, these are not typical, tippable things. Like you have done no service. Like, like I've just bought an item. You're handing it to me. But, and again, you don't have to tip, but it's just this big thing of tip. And then this little button of no tip underneath. And you always feel like. And it, it, a douche clicking the no tip. Of course, yeah. and 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 that's not to say like you you are a tipper person. You do tip. We've talked about that before. Like generally for service industries, you are. It's not like you're saying you're you're not a tipper generally. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. For, for some at a restaurant or something that requires or that or that you've earned a tip. Yeah. But th- these are stuff that does. You didn't earn a tip. And so and, do you feel like the tipping culture from when you were there two three years ago to now is definitely like exacerbated? Gone way up more. A- a- absolutely. Yeah. Like uh, tips are now. Or expect, but I would say, guys, hold your ground. Like the first two weeks, I was very just like guilted into it. But finally, I told my girlfriend, I was like, you know what? No, no more. Like I'm clicking the no tip thing because this is these are non typical things. Like this is insane, and because this money adds up over especially like thirty percent for a bagel. I'm never, I would never click the thirty percent. It's insane. I always clicked whatever the smallest amount that they added but but yeah a lot of places started at 20 they didn't even give you a 15 percent. i mean you to click like an other option like, I, I get like a tip jar you know like if i go to a place that's not really a service place but you know they're really nice you know I'll leave like a euro 50 cents in a tip jar it's like oh, exactly. that, was, that was a nice experience i like that yeah but not, you know 20 or 30 percent of, of a freaking sandwich of a bagel that wasn't yeah. there's no service involved with it yeah if there's no service involved that what am i tipping for that's why I, I did and even one place i went, went to this food cart we just wanted like a, a beer so we bought two canned beers first screen that comes up Tip twenty percent, twenty percent. It's like, t- and of course, on that one, I immediately would know because I'm like, what am I tipping you for? What handing me a beer or like what in a in a bottle? Like you didn't even pour it. Like what? What is like, this tip for? Instead of like the tip, how about is like an option? Like how about you pay your employees? Is that is that, is that an option? <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, so. Anyways, I didn't like that. I think the U.S. is getting a little over over tippy. Tip crazy. Tip crazy. Just yeah. a tip. One thing that was interesting, I did notice is I started noticing a lot of places. Offering instead of bottled waters, canned water, because it said like uh, specifically said like uh, you know plastic bottled waters rarely actually get properly recycled and stuff. So there's offering in a, like in the same can you'd see beer in, but it's just there's just water on it. What? And so isn't, isn't aluminum like cans really bad for the environment too? And none of them it's good, but 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 the plastics hurt the environment more than the uh, than, oh. than, than the can. The can is easier to recycle than the the plastic. I, get, I, I, get, I have no idea, but I just. But it must be bizarre to uh, yeah. to see water in it. Yeah, it's the water. Yeah, like, oh, that's not that's not beer. When I saw it, I thought, hey, well, why not? That's fun. I it's, like it. It was fun. I like water and weird things. I like coconut water. It's in a carton. <laughs> right. Why? I don't know. Just coconut water. Can't buy other water in cartons. Apparently, only the water from a coconut. That's true. And it's with the like the straw they used to kill, right? A little straw in there. Yeah, like the little juice box you had as a kid. I want some carton water, normal water, Leitungswasser, in a carton. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, because they're just. Easy, easy to cram in a backpack or something, you know. Like, what What about the coconut? <laughs> is, is is the carton a better material for the coconuts acidity? I saw I once on Berlin where they had it was the there was the coconut um, uh, unopened, but they had like shaved off one po- one spot where it was really thin, and they had the straw with it, and then it was up to you just to, to like push the straw that extra like oh, mill- millimeter through the coconut, and then you have the coconut as your like your little. Now that's bo. Yeah, that is bio. That is organic. That is organic. Nice. Um, and this, this, these next things are very typical for America. Yeah. One thing I notice is almost every kitchen you walk in has two ovens. Yeah, which is not you have never seen that in Germany. Uh, I'm sure somebody has it, but it's, but in the U.S. it's a standard. You have usually an oven and then another oven right on top of it. Well, I think it's a standard if you're like middle upper middle class. <laughs> I don't think it's a standard of everybody. Oh, okay, yeah, so very fair. Yeah, but yeah. it is definitely way more common in the states. Um, and my parents also have two ovens and i was like why no one lives there <laughs> you do actually i went to the states my mom's like i don't even cook anymore <laughs> and even as kids you know there's only four of us <laughs> we don't need two ovens before yeah, actually i want to ask people like how often do you have both ovens going i, I think she used it for like thanksgiving once but I, I don't know i could see that but yeah i think thanksgiving and christmas would maybe the only times that but is it may, worth maybe... the investment of having two goddamn ovens but think i don't think it's really an event like uh, Again, even as a kid, every house I went to just it was like pretty standard. It was just there was two, and I, I didn't. My friends weren't rich, like you know. The, let's put it this way: like I've had some dinner parties. I, I've hosted Christmas. I've never in my life been like, damn, if only I had a second, second oven right now. <laughs> my life quality would just be so much higher. 
Plus, if you're, yeah, like if you're having, a, you just ask one of your friends, like, hey, man, can you can you make the mac and cheese and bring it? You know, you yeah. know, like, and then you don't need the two. I mean, but you don't. I'm sorry, you don't use an oven for mac and cheese. But you know, I mean, what, uh, baked, mac, baked mac and cheese, of course. Oh, oh actually, true with the cheese on top. Well, yeah. Like, I'd much prefer you know more cooktops. Like six cooktops would be nice rather than four. That's more useful. That I could see because yeah, you could use. I have I have a couple times had all four going. You know? Yeah, that's way more useful. Two ovens, I don't understand. But hey, I guess in America, if you have the space. Fuck it. Got to fill, fill Sho- something. Right? Shove another oven. <laughs> Fuck it. Put an oven in your living room. Put an oven in your bedroom. Oven in the kitchen. Oh, my God. It's like pizza bites. You know, one last time, I'm going to complain about checks. Get rid of the checks, guys. It's 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 crazy. I, I thought you meant like checks mix. No, my, my dad's, he's, he's like, has to balance his checkbook. And people are like, oh, I have to write a check to pay for this. Like, the check is the middleman. It's it's literally just telling the other bank to send the money. Like just send the money directly. Like just do it. Just do, do it yourself. Just do the direct. Do like it's like, it's it's weird because you're right. It's like a middleman. So it's like I'm too lazy to do it myself. But it takes way more work to write a check and send it to someone to take it to balance your checkbook, which I still don't know what that means. Well, you have to like so each of your checks you're writing by hand this amount to this person, blah blah. blah. And then at the end of the month, you have to like look through all of because you know when you write a check in the U.S. There's um, a carbon copy underneath, so you have like a copy of what you wrote. You have to go through, check that like everything that you, the all the amounts that you wrote were were actually the amounts that like were withdrawn, and that everything uh, everything even evens out. Like all these checks were actually to make sure that it is balances. balances. Exactly, but it's all it's always work when it's just done electronically. You just you just see it, you know, it's just there, you know. Yeah. So, so U.S. Come on, get out of the check game. Get out of the check game. Yeah. I, I I see something in your notes here that's that's making me just physically cringe in my body. Okay, what's that one? That is. Wait, 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 can, can, can I guess which one it is? Yeah. Uh, for you, I would say it's probably the big gaps in the bathroom doors. Uh, no, that that's that that one or it's, shoes on carpet. It's shoes on carpet. Oh, okay. Damn it, I that's just it. disgusting. And, and any American listening here, if you're walking with shoes one inside, don't. Two on a carpet, it's gross. It's disgusting. That's where you live. That's where kids walk. That's where you walk with your bare feet. Stop getting like your dog shit on your carpet. It's disgusting. It's so gross to me. I don't know. I can't stand it. And all you Europeans, what we're talking about is that, uh, you know, a lot of American houses have carpets, as do anywhere, right? The difference is that I'd say, what, 90% of pe- people in the U.S., they don't, they, don't, they don't take their shoes off. Like, that's not a, any kind of, I was about to say, firm rule, not even a loose rule like it's just no. the shoes just stay on and you walk on your and i found a few times i think yeah my i think it might be at my dad's house or something i, I or somewhere I, I i did i was like uh is it okay to and they're like oh i don't care i don't care or, I, can't, <laughs> I can't remember where, or no i think i was at my uncle's house or something i can't remember but but yeah you, i get so i get so used to never wearing my shoes never forget carpet but like not even in the house that they, they come I, off the second i come inside i even know? feel bad when like i'm in your garden and i have to go pee upstairs and I keep my shoes on I go upstairs your you know to your bathroom I even feel bad then and like I mean I grew up my mom was a very no shoes in the house type person oh was she okay. so I grew up that way and I was already oh. used to it. so I came to Germany I was like no surprise but now like now that I'm an adult and like I own things you know and like I take care of my own <laughs> things yeah I just can't ever imagine one just like casually walking inside my apartment all the time with shoes on but two like on a carpet that's like carpets are gross they, so bacteria, they, they like, absorb everything. Yeah. They absorb everything. The thing is, I, I grew up with, you just kept your shoes on. So, so for me, it was very normal and all my friends' houses were the same. I never thought about the fact that it was gross because I was so used to it. Right. It wasn't until years later, uh, I wasn't, yeah, actually, yeah, I was living in Vienna. So it was like, I just moved to Europe for the first time. I'm like 21, whatever age I am, young, youngish, or young 20s, <laughs> or young 20s, early 20s. And I was visiting a friend in, in Norway and I was t- I was telling them a story. Who cares what the story was? But somehow in the story, I mentioned that my shoes were on and I was on a couch. And my Ugh. and my my Norwegian friend sto- he stops the story, <laughs> and he goes, "Wait a minute, I'm like, what?" He's like, "But why were your shoes on?" <laughs> like, like the story has nothing to do with this. It was like it was like a drinking story. It had nothing to do with the shoes, right? But he's, this is what catches his eye. He's like, "Wait, why are your shoes on?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" But you, you said you were on the couch and you had your shoes on. It's like, yeah. Why? Why were your shoes on in that? <laughs> why were your shoes on in the house? And and I, and I was like, what? And then and then everyone in the room was like, yeah. Why would your shoes be on in the house? And it was at that moment that I realized that what I was used to was not the norm, you know. Right. Um. And, and it wasn't until after living in Europe or or Germany for like one or two years that I kind of really clicked with me. I'm like, everything I'm stepping on outside is now 
transferring onto my floors and my carpets exactly. and whatever. And it, it took about two years living in Germany where I just was like, oh no. And then I would take my shoes off when I came inside. Now it's kind of, it's a pretty, it was pretty firm rule. I mean, if I come home from like the grocery store, I'll keep them on for a yeah, little bit. Yeah, you're going to walk around a bit. It's fine. Yeah, yeah but, I'm not like super anal about it. But, but like, the fact yeah. that also it's like, Stick your shoes off, like let loose a little bit, you know. Relax. Uh, if for for those Americans who are listening right now, a fun experience to do is watch an episode of Friends with uh, with a German friend, and just see, just watch because like I never noticed so much until I watched Friends with uh, with Bobby, and like every episode when they're in Monica's apartment. Like Joey's chilling on the back of the couch with his shoes on. Oh, on the couch. On, on like on the couch where people sit. Yeah. And people lay down yeah. and they put their faces on. Yeah. There's just shoes just there everywhere. I don't know if I would notice it because I originally watched Friends when I was still living in the States. Right. So it's become normal. But now that you've just said that, watch like, it I again, would find man. that really weird. You're yeah. gonna cringe every single time you watch it. Like, no, uh, gross. And and Monica's chill with it. And actually, Monica Clean Freak is many, chill with it. How many this. times did they jump on the couch with their shoes on? Too? All the time. Yeah. All the time. Their shoes are always on and, and like now I can't enjoy friends anymore because all I think about is their shoes on. But inside. to be fair, they're, they're like in New York City. They're like coming in and outside of that, in and out of that apartment so often. From across the hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like those episodes would be twice as long if they had to take their shoes on and off every time they went in and out. Because sometimes they come in for like 30 you, seconds and they pop back out. You need to on screen, Jeff. Anyways, we're not, we're not talking about friends. It's just the general <laughs> okay. sentiment is the ground's gross. Keep your ground in your place that you live and you respect nice and clean. Yes. 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 Do that. I'm going to do just a couple more really quick, um, really quick ones. Okay. Big gaps in bathroom doors. Gross. Hate, hate them. That's a very U.S. thing. Why? Um, I'll, actually, guys, go to the extras page on our website. I, at some point during the trip, I took a picture of, of a gap in a Denny's bathroom just as a point because like it was just, it was, it, it really just, I don't know how long, maybe like five, six centimeters wide, like a big gap. And they're always positioned in the exact spot that if somebody walked in the bathroom, they would just, just see you just sitting there taking a shit. We haven't even taken a little dookie. Yeah. Like, they, Hello. like it's like just, it's like they do it on a purpose, like right there. So that it looks like right down your crotch area as you're sitting on the toilet. So you get to know each other. And of course, they're like, it's like two feet off the ground at the bottom of the door. There's, yeah. no, there's no privacy in these things. Like, I, hate I really don't get Yeah. Go to a nice, uh, like a, a regular European bathroom and close a stall. It's like your own little room right there. Yeah. You're cozy. Yeah. Stinks, but you're cozy. Yeah. There's no gaps. It's like barely off the ground. You, yeah. yeah. You got some, you got some privacy. Got some privacy. You can yeah. hang out there for a day. Yeah. And one thing, uh, also kitchen related that you don't really see in Sorry. your... <laughs> That is not kitchen related. Sorry, I'll, I was going back to, we were talking about the kitchen before. So, uh, okay, yeah. okay. Ovens, remember? Yes, ovens. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. If you have seen this before. And actually, maybe if you have, let me know if you've seen this in the US. But in every kitchen I was in in the US, so there's the, there's the normal big faucet for the kitchen sink, right? Right. Right next to it, there's always a mini little like stainless steel like faucet that's for like the filtered water. Oh, yeah. No, I haven't seen that much on the East Coast. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. My grandma had one, I remember, back in the day. Oh, okay. That instead of filtered water, it was boiled water. Oh, my Lord. You just that could be it. a mistake. Yeah, I know. When I was a kid, like, do not touch mm -hmm. that. And I did. Uh, it's boiled water, so you can just, like, put boiled water in a pot right there, which is actually pretty useful. So that means it's just the heat, the like the water here is always just going, just like ready to go there through the through I, that it's faucet. It's probably all over the environment, just like having something that hot all the time, <laughs> twenty four hours a day. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I remember that. But yeah, I haven't really seen the ones with a second one with clean water. Yeah, like I don't know, my mom's, my dad's, my uncles, my sister, everyone, they, like their their sink always had two faucets. So there's the big one, the normal one, and then there's kind of the small one on the side, for filtered. I guess for filter. I mean, it's the U.S., so like the the normal water is perfectly healthy for you. But like most people, they have this little. It's just like it's just built into the sink. You just don't have choices. Like just there, um, and I, I and at my dad's, he even said like, "Oh, I haven't changed that filter in years." Like, like he's like, "Like I just drink from the normal faucet because water's water, right? It's all clean." Yeah, but, it's water. But, but I just noticed most houses in the, in at least in the on the west coast, they have this little second faucet for supposedly filtered clean water. Yeah, why not? Interesting. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm just gonna end this with kind of like a rant here. So, um, yeah, the U.S. isn't doing so well with. COVID related With lots things. Of things. <laughs> now, maybe in your state it's different, but I was in California, which you'd think has things taken care of. But so, so basically, I, what I what I found out was, you know, I, of course, I, I find out I've, or no, I find out my dad has Corona, right? And of course, what's your instinct? Let's see if I've got it. Let's see if my stepmom has it. You know, who people who've been nearby him. Let's find this out. So I'm so used to in Berlin and in Germany, if you need a test. 
it's easy peasy. Like you don't have to wait in like I could, you, on any corner street corner. There's a testing uh, station. You go, yeah. you get tested. Um, if not, you can go to a drugstore. You can buy up to like five at a time. Right. And in anywhere, like even our grocery store the other day was selling them the grocery store. Your work has to give them to you for free. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, yeah. <laughs> like a lot of like you, your, your kindergarten provides you with them for free. Yeah. I mean, they're just everywhere. You, just, you can, yeah. You just stumble over tests everywhere. They're, yeah. they're literally everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just good. so easy. So easy as it should be because you want to be able to test yourself. So I, I, I have been in contact with somebody who's known to have Corona. So of course, person like myself should get tested so I don't spread, you know? Yes. So smart. I, so I go out, I have to drive around for three hours going to nine different stores just to find two tests. What? Yeah. Every store you went to sold out, sold out, sold out, sold out, sold out, sold out, sold out. Oh I'm talking about drugstores. Like I went to like it was like seven CVSs, a Walgreens, and a Walmart. And it's not like this is the beginning of the pandemic, like something new. No, like this we're two years in. We're they should have enough stock yeah. for always. And when I started my trip, my mom had mentioned like in passing that oh, tests are hard to come by, but I didn't really didn't really click with me because at the time I didn't need any at that at that moment. Yeah, yeah, right? sure. But suddenly it's like I you I need a test. I've had contact with somebody who has Corona, and finding a test is near impossible. And then I'm I'm like, okay, well I want to get a PCR. I want to get a proper test as well, you know, to yep. just to double check. Almost impossible. Like so, you you go online and about the nearest appointment you can get is about three days away, no matter everywhere you look, and Jeez. and a lot of the places you look at, even the Schnell tests the um. The rapid antigen test, $100, $150. If you want a PCR test and you want like your results in less than two days, $250. That's so expensive. Yeah. Everywhere. It's, it's, you now some places did offer free tests for California residences, but those were like few far in between. And again, it's like the nearest uh, testing appointment is three days from now. Well, it's like, well, I want to know now if I have Corona, you know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because you're in a high risk. Well, you're, you're a risky person at the moment because you're in contact, but it's the same thing when I was in the States in Rhode Island. Um, I know CVS does tests. Cause when I was there, I get something. I was like, Oh, you do tests. Good. I have to go to the airport. I want to get a test. Sure. So I'm registered. You have to register online first. You can't just walk in and get one. And I was like, all right, that's fine. Okay. Uh, they, they come into your car to do, which is actually kind of cool. And to get in oh, my car, yeah. which is very American. Also <laughs> nice. Right through testing. But I felt this like three page form to get a Corona test. And it was asking me like my home address and my social security number and things like this. And I said, if I'm not American, I literally couldn't get a test. Yeah. Or at least not, yeah, not a free one. I mean, you're like, or yeah, you could go, yeah, yeah. What do you put for your address? Yeah. Your- and, and they asked for a health insurance provider. And I just wrote like other. And she asked me about it. I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't live here. Like that, my address is in the air. Like I don't live here, but I have German health insurance. And everyone's like, ah, it's fine, whatever. But I, yeah, but like, they, it was also incredibly complicated. I was getting pissed. Like I was getting really angry. Sure. So like, this is ridiculous. Why I'm trying to do something for myself and for the community to make sure that we're all safe. And they're making me jump through hoops and going on balance. So beams why would you do it? Fire. Yeah. So at that point, if I just live there, I say, fuck it, I'm not going to do it. It's not worth it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, and say make it easy. And say you're somebody who's not really that into safety and stuff, but you're like, Hey, I'll do it. Second, you hit a roadblock like that. You're going to stop. That's exactly what I mean. Like yeah. I would always do it. But what I mean, yeah, what I mean is like, if there are people who are like that, those t- I'm not going to do it. It's not worth it. Um, for, for them. Yeah. And uh, if you want people to be safe and you want things to be better, you have to make it readily available and easily available. And, 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 and I was thinking as I'm driving around for three hours, what if I was 80 years old and I needed a test? Exactly. I can't drive around for, for, for three hours and getting it out of my car. Like after one or two stores, you would give up, right? Like you would yeah. just not get tested. Um, and my girlfriend had a similar problem. She luckily, her flight was a few days before mine was scheduled. So she left um, the US uh, before we all got Corona and she she didn't get Corona, thank God. Yeah, that's good. Um, but just as you, she had a flight back from you know California back to Berlin. Being tested is not required. All you have to do is show your vaccination. But- because she wanted to be safe and to not infect infect anybody on the plane, possibly. Yeah. She's like, oh, before I take a flight, just to be for my uh, fellow passengers, I should get a test. And she really, my girlfriend really wanted to get a corona test. But same, we were looking online for an hour, couldn't find a test. It's crazy. And because we just figured, oh, it'll be readily available. And yes, we were looking about the day before, but still, like, we could not find an t- uh, appointment that would happen before her flight. It was not possible. And, and the few that could happen before a flight, $100, $150, $200. And then eventually 
and then the next morning we kind of drove around like hoping to find like a testing center or a tent or something and we drove for like she really put a lot of effort into it but after a while she had to just say screw it and just like okay nope no test like meanwhile here i can walk literally one minute and there's two test centers right near me just walk in get a test and walk Mm -hmm. out 10 minutes later yeah no appointments maybe wait in line for what five ten minutes a test only takes 30 seconds you walk in, they swab your nose and do the thing. You wait for results and you, and you get on with your life. Yeah, and you get the results in 20 minutes via email. Like In, what, in, the, in the U.S., it's like one day, two days, What do you need days. my social security number for? Yeah. It's a test. Like, what are you doing with this test information? Yeah, here they just they have you flash your ID, but they don't write down the information. They just look no. at, just checking, okay, you are. And they want your email you address. Are, you are Alex. Like, that's it. Yeah, and they want your email address so they can send you the results. That's yeah, it. It's, it, it, it that, that's wild. That's a... Uh, that's just stupid. So, anyways, it was it was, and also just getting masks was almost impossible. Um, it's just like everything you're trying to do in order to like protect yourself, protect others. It was made so complicated, and I'm like, well, no wonder things are going bad in the U.S. because like it's just not easy. But like two days before I left the states, they finally um, the government is offering free Corona tests that they'll mail to you. Of course, they, it didn't help me because I was about to leave, and they they made it um, a law that your insurance has to reimburse you for any home testing that you do. So th- th- those are good steps, but Ooh, you're talking about sound like free healthcare, yeah. <laughs> but you're talking about two years in, finally, the government is offering free tests and, and, you know, yeah, and the, the government's also now offering free masks. You just go to website, sign up. But again, two years into the pandemic, free masks, free, uh, free tests. It's a little too late. Sorry guys, but yeah. <laughs> just a smidge, smidge a little late. Anyways, I, I could talk on and on about, I got a few more differences here, but you know, we're pushing, we're pushing we, we, an we, hour we, we, or so. We can, uh, we can talk about that another time. Exactly. So, but anyways, overall had a great trip. Uh, Good. just got a little soured at the end from, uh, but, Makes but, sense. but even then it was fine. You know, just some, you know, more hangout time with my dad and my stepmom. So uh, happy, happy to, uh, to be back. Still getting over jet lag. I've had a few times, some weird sleeps where I woke up in the middle of the night and didn't know where I was. Like I, I still thought I was in my dad's house. Yeah, yeah. That happens to me when I travel sometimes. I, yeah, yeah, I, me too. My brain, it takes a few days to really realize like, what's the, happening. Where the fuck am I? Yeah, like, cause it's just too big of a difference in, in such a short, I mean, human beings, I think we're never meant to travel that far in such a short period of time. Like our, our no, I think our brains are still having trouble with that. So makes sense. Yeah. Um, let's see if her brain has trouble coming up with a score. Ooh, one little for- splash. What, what are we drinking again? For this whiskey. This is the um, Bull Run Distilling Straight Bourbon Whiskey. All right. Well, that's cheer- it. Cheers. I also love the bottle on this one. I want to say I like the logo. It's nice. Oh, can you turn around for me? It's very rustic. It's a nice shaped bottle too. Yeah, it is. Nice. You can always check out a picture of it on our website. True. AGDWpodcast.com. Always be plugging. There it is. Cheers. I mean, it's a lovely bourbon. What can I say? That's an eight. Yeah, um, there's not many bourbons that I drink like a rye or like a scotch or yeah. This is going, or, or, this is going or, down really easily. An yeah. Irish at the episode, yeah. and I keep sipping and drinking. I really like it. So uh, eight, um, that's a good score. I'm gonna go eight point two. Yeah, I'm, I, I actually I was all, I'm just thinking it could almost be a nine. It's a pretty tasty. It uh, is very good. I mean, at yeah. the same time, we're both not bourbon people, so. This could be a terrible bourbon for all we know. Well, but it, it, for our taste buds, guys, what, whatever you like it is good. Don't let anyone ever tell you that's, that that you sh- that, oh you like that or you shouldn't like that or oh you don't you don't like that you should like that like whatever right, you but, like you like. But what I'm saying is at least when we have an Irish, we can kind of judge how good an Irish oh, is. Oh, oh gotcha, gotcha. But a bourbon, I have no. I've, we've had like what four bourbons in the show, and it's most of them I didn't like. Super tasty, but this tastes like a rye. You know, more I'm, or less. Gonna, I'm gonna upgrade. Eight point five. Eight point five, and I got eight point two. Okay, nice. Digging it. There it is. The bull run. Thanks, Kevin, again for the uh, for the bourbon. Thanks, Kev. Um, yeah, thank thank you all of you listeners for listening. Uh, hundred thousand over over now. Hundred thousand downloads. It's total it's crazy wild yeah uh we appreciate all of you guys listening and uh yeah we wouldn't be doing this without you so thank you again we love you absolutely any episode ideas let us know whiskey the suggestions anything you want cool stories you want to send us let us send know Send us some messages we love talking to you guys yeah. we, we talk to a lot of you we love talking to you so send and, us some messages and one, one last comparison just speaking of whiskey um that i was not used to I, when i'd go into liquor stores there like the point seven, which is our standard bottle, yeah, is like the smallest. But almost every whiskey bottle there came in a point seven or a one point seven five. Oh, that's large. Yeah, imagine what? imagine this, but this big and this wide. So like, Jesus. it was Jack Daniels, but 
two liters. Oh yeah, I have seen like the Jack Daniels. Yeah, it, those, no, but, yeah. but, but, no, but they had even like um, Four Roses, two liters. Uh, Elijah Craig, two two liters. Like it, oh like God. it wasn't just like the big boy. Like everything had like the two liter option. Almost basically, it's crazy. So well, that's fun. Um, yeah, you guys are fun. You got like, the big stuff over there. <laughs> um, yeah. So again, we love y'all, and uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, we're back. We're back to normal we're schedule, back, baby. We're, we're doing it. We're back, baby. Here we go. Cheers. So please uh, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay thirsty. Cheers. Cheers. I think we cheers before and after. It's the first time. Cheers. Double cheers. Oh, triple. Oh my lord. There it is. We're back. We're back to normal we're schedule. Back, baby. We're, we're doing it. We're back, baby. Here we go. Cheers. So please uh, stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, stay Thanks thirsty. Stay safe. Stay safe. Stay thirsty. <laughs> stay stealthy. Stay stay safe. Let's start over again. See everybody. Uh, please stay stay. <laughs> <laughs> now it's stuck in your head. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yes, everybody. Please stay safe. Stay safe. <laughs>